You don't want to be the kind of manager who manages your reputation up and have it not be the same reputation that you have below you. Anyone that you're interacting with, you treat them with respect. You actually care about them. You let your character shine through and it becomes a lot easier when you're working on your character and how you care about people. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Hey everybody, Catherine here. Can you believe it is mid-August already? So my kids get out of their summer program this Friday, August 20th, and then they don't go back to school until September 9th. So I'm going to be a little here, there, and everywhere uh, for the next three weeks. It also happens to be the busiest three weeks for my husband and his ministry on campus. If you all don't know, my husband is a Chi Alpha Campus missionary. He's an ordained minister in the Assemblies of God and works in Boston. Well, he says reconcile the college students of Boston to God, but that's a lot of churchy words. Honestly, what he does is he he brings the truth and love of Jesus Christ to college students in Boston. And uh, the busiest time of year is when they're coming back to school. So so move in is September. I think it's September 21st. I'll be on campus with him. And then, oh, by September, I mean August, August 21st and 22nd. And then all through that next week, and there's training for RAs and athletes and and all that. And then it's open, uh, open welcome and move in uh, the week after that. And and classes start, I think, right after or right before Labor Day. So it is a very busy time in campus ministry. And my kids are out of school. They're they're not in school. Uh, They're at home. Uh, We're also my in-laws are coming and visiting for a week. Uh, which is um, great that they're going to be able to help with the kids. So we have some guests from out of town. We have our kids out of school and it is going to primarily fall on me. So I've blocked out some days and times of days where I'm going to be around and and uh, with the kids and I'm expecting a lot of interruptions. Anyway, so that's what's going on in my life. I don't know if you can like hear the stress in my voice, uh, just just looking forward to those three weeks where they don't have anything going on. Uh, it is something else, uh, something that hopefully will be really fun with them. Hopefully will be uh, something that we can do together. Maybe we'll go to the zoo, uh, outdoor activities. I'm looking forward to with it, that Delta variant around. Uh, we're not going to go to the aquarium or anything yet, because even though that's a nice wide open space indoors, it is still indoors. So We're going to just make sure that we're keeping everybody as safe as possible uh, as this Delta variant really picks up in our area. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about managing up. In a couple podcasts ago, we talked about the difference between managing up and managing down and how there there are some managers that you see 
who have one reputation with the people who work for them uh, and, and that kind of rung on the ladder, right? And then a, a completely different reputation from the people who they report to and the, and the people above them in the hierarchy. And you kind of wonder, what are they doing? You know, how are they reporting that? Why, why aren't these, these senior leaders seeing what this middle manager is doing? Why don't they see how different uh, she or he is between how they, how they treat the people below them and how they treat the people above them? What is going on? So, you know, I, I, that, that's, that's common. I've seen it a lot. And some people, some people are really, really good at managing up and having this image to the people above them, that they have it all together, that that their teams adore them, that they're bringing in a lot of money for the company, that the business couldn't run without them. And they become this person that senior leaders trust and rely on and that the, the people below them start to really dislike. That's not good for any organization. And that's not something that you should strive to be like. Those people, I, I find them to be deceptive uh, dishonest. And also in my career, I've seen those people not last that long. I don't believe in karma, but I do believe in cause and effect. And if you have two different reputations, one for being this amazing manager that your team adores, and then this other reputation for just being, you know, dishonest and disrespectful and mean and selfish, then it, it's going to catch up with you. So let, let me tell you a story. There was this one manager in an office when I worked as a project manager and then in my first role as a boss. So I was, I was like, like bottom row boss, right? She, she was managing a team of people. She was, she was a boss's boss at that point. And she would do some very questionable things. So she seemed very nice and caring, but you could kind of tell, uh, you, you weren't quite sure if she actually cared about you or if she cared about what you could get her. So I'll, I'll come back to that because that leaves a bad taste in anyone's mouth and, and you shouldn't be doing that. We talk a lot in this podcast about actually caring about people. And so we're going to go into defining what that is in this, in this episode. Anyway, so this person will call her, uh, Carrie. She, uh, and I worked, I worked with a nice Carrie. I have nothing against the name. It's just the first one that popped into my mind. I like, I like a lot of Carries, but let's call this woman Carrie. So she would do things. So, so we had, uh, we had signings goals. And when this happened, I was in a position where I had a signings goal and I was not on her team. She had a, she had a parallel team to me that she was managing and that team was miserable. I stayed in contact with people who were her direct reports and they would tell me story upon story upon story about her. But, uh, at the end of the year, we had this one, you know, last day of our fiscal year, and we had to all have our signing goals. And everybody in her team who reported to her made their signing goals or exceeded them just a little bit. But I think at, in this year, they all just barely made it, right? That last, that last number they made. But this woman, she was a publisher at the time, did not make her signing goal. She was one below her signing goal. Um, and those publishers had like a small signing goal in addition to managing a team and everything. I think the the idea was that it kept them uh, with their boots on the ground. So it kept them a little bit more uh, in tune with what was happening so they could manage the strategy of their whole team better. Anyway, so she was one below her signing goal. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't going to look good for her to be below her signing goal. And it wasn't going to reflect very well on her bonus either. So here's what she did. She took 
a signing from one of her direct reports and reclassified it as her own, put it in her portfolio, and claimed that she did it on paper. Then her direct report ended up with one below her signing goal, which affected her bonus, affected her annual raise, affected her annual review, and made it look like she didn't make her signing goal. Now, how evil is that, right? How evil is that to look at it and say, you know what, I'm just going to take from this person who trusts me or is supposed to trust me, respect me, follow me. I'm just going to selfishly take this one signing and reclassify it as mine so that I get my full bonus so that my my managers look really well on me and I can just blame this other woman for not making her signing goal for not you know making the full goal of our team. That's what happened. And she got a reputation. She got a reputation with everyone who was on the same level as her and below her. But the people above her either didn't believe it or they didn't know about it. And then the, a year later, or maybe it was just a few months later, she ended up being promoted to you know product director or, or something like that. The larger boss of all the people who really didn't like her because of this thing and because of, of how she treated people. It was a constant how she was treating people below her very differently than how she managed up, managed her reputation from, from those who were above her. So when she was promoted to that role that was above all the other publishers, some director type role, she, a mass exodus occurred, right? So she became my boss's boss. My boss left, a bunch of people left because they knew her reputation and they didn't trust her. They didn't trust her to have their best interests at heart. They didn't trust her to do a lot of things well for that whole organization. And her bosses had no idea why there was this mass exodus because they either didn't remember, they didn't either uh, believe what she had done or they didn't know about it. So they didn't know that she had this different reputation among people who, who were, uh, as she thought, lesser than her right? Which is just such an awful thing to say, but it's true. That's, that's how she treated people. So to my knowledge, she did not last that long in that position because management finally caught on after they lost a lot of good people for that company. They caught on and realized what was going on. They caught on and realized that she had been managing her reputation up really, really well, very effectively. She had a lot of examples to show that people cared about her and that she cared about other people. Those weren't true. You know, they were, they were handpicked if they were true. And she didn't tell them any of the negative things that were going on in her team. The Young Leader Society is a group of passionate professionals who are fast-tracking themselves to a management position. We have bi-weekly lunch meetings where members submit their questions about leadership, corporate influence, and, you know, all that messy stuff that comes with office politics. Join us if you want to gain influence and credibility at your company, navigate office politics like a boss, and earn promotions more quickly than your peers. Learn more at saverstreet.com in the career help section. So that's all to say, you don't want to be that kind of manager. You don't want to be the kind of manager who manages your reputation up and have it not be the same reputation that you have below you. Here's what you should do instead. Yeah, you still need to manage up. You need to be excellent out loud. Let your managers know what's going on. Be honest. Be truthful. Tell them what's going wrong, what's going right, what you need help with, what you need to grow with. 
and just be the same person that you are when you're talking to an SVP as when you're talking to an assistant. Treat them the same way. Everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time. And the way I think about that, when I'm when I'm going up to somebody who's a CEO of a, of a large corporation or something like that, I think, okay, this guy or this gal puts their pants on one leg at a time. And that leg is probably hairy and awful. And they probably stank this morning. And they also had to brush their teeth. And they had to do a lot of different things that we all have to do. And their kids probably disrespect them too, you know, and complain and, and all that stuff. And they got angry in traffic. They're a human being. Treat them with respect. Same as the assistant, same as the executive assistant, same as the project manager, same as the production manager, same as the designer or the UX person or, or anyone, the IT person, anyone that you are interacting with, you know, that customer service representative that, um, you know, anyone that you're interacting with, you treat them with respect. You actually care about them. You let your character shine through and it becomes a lot easier when you're working on your character and how you care about people to be the same kind of person who, you know, who manages your reputation up as down because it's the same reputation. The number one thing that you could do to have an excellent reputation with the people above you is have other people just brag on you. To have other people who know you and know your reputation say amazing things about you. So be the kind of person who really cares and not the kind of person who steals, who's dishonest, who it, who you can't trust, who you don't value their opinion because you know that they're selfish. You know that they, they only care about what you can give them instead of actually caring about you. So how do you become the person? How do you become the person who cares about the other person instead of just caring about what they can give you? That That's the name of the game. That's really the difficult part. Because a lot of times as a professional, you're going into an office thinking about your career and what you can get from the company. That is the starting point of negotiations for your salary, right? So you come in and you're thinking about what can the company give you and what can you give the company in return? Well, the company is giving you a salary and they're giving you benefits. They're giving you a community around you. And it is your job to nurture that community, to care about the people. And the more you care and give to the people, the better your reputation will be and the better your company will be. So if you are the kind of agent, if you're you're the kind of change agent who goes into a company and makes it better because you're caring about the people around you, people are going to notice that. Your managers are going to notice that. Their managers are going to notice that. I've said in other podcasts before, your manager wants to brag about their team. Be the kind of person your manager brags about. Be the kind of person who produces excellent work out loud and cares about the people around you. And then your manager is going to say, you know what, this person reflects very well on me and I want to brag about them. Then you're getting somewhere. So instead of worrying about what people can give you, worry about them, care about them, and it'll come around. Learn about them. It'll come around. Care about them. Give to them. Find out how you can help and your reputation will start to flow and will start to follow you everywhere you go in a positive way. So manage up by managing down and being excellent out loud. That's the podcast for today. I hope this was helpful to you. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you learned. Tell me what you didn't like. Tell me what you want clarification on. And I'm happy to help. Email me, find me at saverstreet.com. 
and I'll, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.